Palmetto Bay, by many publications, has been rated one of the best places to live in the United States of America. Whether it's online, you see that in print. It is, if you've never been there, it has this feel. I almost feel like I'm going back in time. Sometimes I describe areas like this, but it's like where you know your neighbors, where you're walking, people are walking their dogs, um, people are riding their bikes, and everyone just seems to get along well. There are many parks and dog parks, just different things to do. The schools are great. And um, for those of you that don't know where it is, Palmetto Bay is a village in Miami-Dade County, it has about 25,000 people. And the homes, if I had to like describe it, being, you know, being in real estate 17 years and just experiencing um, Palmetto Bay, I live in Pinecrest, which is just um, south of, I mean, north of Palmetto Bay. And um, it is very similar to Palmetto Bay. So Palmetto Bay has homes that are on average, about 2,500 to 3,000 square feet. They ha usually have about a quarter to half acre lot. They usually have a swimming pool. They're usually four bedrooms, at least two baths, and usually have a swimming pool. There's some that are much bigger, some that are smaller, but on average, if you go to Palmetto Bay, that's what you're gonna see. Also, another thing that you notice in Palmetto Bay is when you see like the street signs, when it shows like the street, basically the street or avenue, they're in blue. And where I live in Pinecrest, they're, they're green. So it's pretty cool, you know, when you're going from one area to the next. Um, so just as far as geography, Palmetto Bay is, it's in South Florida. It is Southwest 136th Street. Um, that's, that's on the north side, going all the way south to Southwest 184th Street. And if you're going from west to east, the west would be US-1, and then east is all the way you know, to the east, to the water. And with that said, I've gotten a lot of requests to share market data on YouTube with the real estate market trends. And going forward, I'm going to share with you guys um, and make sure to subscribe and turn on the notification so you can get updated every time because I'm going to be doing more and more of these market reports. Palmetto Bay, I'm going to do it every month and I'm going to pick out multiple other areas um, in Miami. I'm going to do Miami as a whole and then I'm going to do other areas like, like Pinecrest, Palmetto Bay, Coconut Grove, Coral Gables and other areas so you get a better idea of the market. I'm going to do my best to make it um, not boring. Sometimes going over data is boring, but um, there it, it's, you know, with people having so many different types of personalities, there's some people, I have clients that will tell me, get really um, very, very analytical about data. And some people just want to know if it's a good time to buy or sell. So whenever I do these um, statistics, I'm going to share with you like the first, the micro going deep into the details and then the macro telling you, hey, is it a good time to buy? Is it a good time to sell? Should I just wait? Should I, what should I do? So I'm gonna do both ends of that. Um, and in the beginning, you know, for those of you that don't have the, the patience of waiting till the end, because if you're not someone that likes stats, um, I don't want you to have to listen to all the stats 
to hear my opinion and like to forward the video to get to the end to know whether you should buy or sell right now. So I'll get to that first and then I'll go, I'll tell you the macro and then I'll get into the micro of all the stats. So the macro is if you are a buyer right now, it's a difficult time to buy in, in Palmetto Bay. Palmetto Bay, and just to go back a step, people buy in Palmetto Bay because it has nice schools, you get a lot for the money there, and you're able to, I don't know, live in a, in a neighborhood where, like I mentioned before, where it's, it's fun to live there because you end up having these relationships with your, with your neighbors typically where these are um, friendships that'll last a lifetime, where your friends become your family, where you walk your dog um, every day and you see your friends the same day, you know, same time each day and you become, you know, great friends with them, where your kids, if you have any, become friends with other people's kids and and where the schools are great so they get they get many scholarships you know when people go to these public schools and their private schools as well so that's why people move to palmetto bay as an agent um i get people all the time moving from out of state out of the country and they tell me hey i want to live in palmetto bay or pinecrest areas that i had no idea that people know about but um they want to move there so anyways if you are a buyer right now and you are you want to buy in Pine in Palmetto Bay, sorry. Um, make sure that you have to buy now. If you don't have to buy now and you have the flexibility of waiting until the future to buy, wait. Because it is very difficult right now as a buyer to buy in Palmetto Bay. When I say difficult, I mean your compete the supply is so low where you are competing against people that have to buy a home now, where people are paying significantly higher than the asking price, where almost every time you're, you're putting in an offer on, on a home, you're competing against many, many other people, where properties are many, many times selling for over the asking price, where people are getting rid of appraisal contingencies, where they're getting rid of inspection contingencies, some people even getting rid of um, of um, finance contingencies. Some of those things I wouldn't recommend, but you know, at the end of the day, if you feel those aren't issues, then you gotta do what you gotta do. Um, if you are a seller right now, now is an incredible time to sell. You are gonna be making more than you've probably ever made on your house. You're probably not gonna have to worry about as many times in the past about appraisal contingencies, inspection contingencies, just like the things that I just mentioned before people, the buyers are typically going to be very flexible with your move out date. Sometimes they'll even let you close and have post occupancy, meaning let you live in the property um, for a, a short specified time where it'll give you more flexibility to move to where you want to move. So that's the macro of it. So for those of you that don't like stats, I'll see you in the next episode and I'll do my best to um, give the macro and micro perspective, um, the macro perspective upfront, and then the micro, you know, a little bit after that. So now for those of you guys that like stats, that like data, that wanna know everything about, um, you know, the analytics about it. And just keep in mind, I did finance in college. I worked for a hedge fund company. I'm pretty good with data, even though I like 
I do real estate because I love the emotional side where I get to help someone find a home or sell a home and get make their move to the next place where hopefully I could help them find a place where they're going to make lifelong friends and where they, you know, where they're every holiday when they have like a family or friend gathering where they feel so lucky and proud to live there. That's what I live for. That's what our team lives for. So anyways, I'm going to share my screen with you and get into the data of the, of the Palmetto Bay market. So I use this tool all the time. It's called Trend Graphics. And as I say, like the disclaimer um, many times is Trend Graphics is a great tool, but it uses, it only uses data on the real estate MLS the multiple listing service that realtors use. So there's going to be a small amount of properties that are sold off market, which we do, you know, depending on the area, depending on the price point and the privacy of the area of the sellers. But Palmetto Bay, the majority of the stats are going to be, <clears throat> excuse me, the majority of homes that are sold are in the MLS. Also, um, pre-construction also won't show typically in trend graphics but I doubt there's very, very much data, many, many pre-construction properties sold in Palmetto Bay right now. I can't even think of one, you know, if I think about it. So anyways, let's get into the data. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you a few things. Keep in mind when in Palmetto Bay, there are very, very few um, townhomes or condos that sell there. And for because of that, I'm just going to strictly use single family homes because that's the majority of people that are moving there or selling there are interested. If for any reason you are interested in the data for townhomes, condos, villas, which are like one story um, townhomes, just um, direct message me. My contact information will be below. And whether you're seeing this um, on YouTube or a different social media platform, or you're listening to this on a podcast. And for those that are listening until on a podcast, obviously you're not gonna see the data that I'm gonna show you, but I'm gonna obviously go over it so you could hear it. Um, so yeah, if you're interested in those topics, like on the townhome, um, single townhomes, condos and villas in Palmetto Bay, just reach out to me and I'll share that data with you. So anyways, let's get into this. So if you look at the left of my screen, this is Dade County, um, Palmetto Bay, um, single family homes. I didn't use any price points. I just did all of them just so you could see everything. <clears throat> and this data is from March, 2020 to May, 2021. Today is June, June 26th. Um, so we're not done with June yet. So that's why I didn't get, um, June's data. So I'm going to compare March. I mean, May of last year. May 2020 to May of 2021, just so you can get an idea. And keep in mind, May of 2020 was a couple months into COVID, like when we when people were really feeling COVID, meaning shutter, shutter or shelter in place, however you call it, where where people where there was a lot of uncertainty. Okay. So let's look at this, look at the guide. So this green is um, for sale. This darker green is sold and the red is pended. Obviously, if you're listening to this on audio, you can't see that. But anyways, in 
May of 2020, there were 117 homes for sale. There were 47 pending sales and there were um, 22 that were sold. If you look at May of 2021, the, the properties for sale went from 117 to 32. So it went down significantly. It's almost one fourth of what it was before. Also, there were 47 properties that were pending. And so keep in mind, if you have 117 properties for sale and 47 pending, it's a, it's a good number, you know. But if you go to, to 2021, May of 2021, you have 32 properties for sale, but 46 that are pending. So how does that work in case you're like, there's only 32 for sale and 46 are pending? The way you do that is they were pending from probably a month, maybe two months, because when an offer gets accepted, the closing date is flexible with the seller. Sometimes it's two weeks, sometimes it's 30 days, sometimes it's 45 days, sometimes it's 60 days, sometimes it's longer. So a property could be under contract and be pending for a while. So that's probably the case. So also in May of 2020, you had 22 homes that were sold. In May of 2021, you have 38 homes that were sold. So you have probably about one and a half, a little bit more than that, that were sold. So let me look at some market highlights to give you an overview. So May of 2021, uh, definitely a seller's market. There's very little inventory. Um, our inventory actually went down almost 73% compared to last last year. Homes that sold went up 70, nearly 73% compared to May of 2020. And homes that were um, placed under contract, um, let's see, were 46 units. And that is um, down 2.1%, which back then it was 47 um, pending sales. So I want to get into more, more data, okay? So a lot of times people see average when, when we see real estate stats. And average isn't a good number because average means like you take all the numbers just like averages are, and then you divide it by you know, another number. But in real estate, a lot of times people will ask ridiculous prices or um, you know, they'll, they'll be what we try to call aspirational sellers. And then we have more realistic sellers and then we have sellers that have to sell like yesterday. So a better number instead of average is um, a median number. So let me go to that. Let me go to um, median, median numbers. So I'm gonna do, um, so the median, let me see this. Let me go here. Okay, so median price for sale. So if you go to the median price for sale, and like I was mentioning, um, and the numbers have gone up dramatically. From May of 2020, the average price for sale, um, for sale, not sold, but average, um, I'm sorry, the median price for sale, sorry for all the confusion, but going to the median price for sale in May of 2020, it was 699,000 in Palmetto Bay. The median price for sale in May of 2021 
went up to 965,000, a ridiculously high increase in, in number. But with that said, with more sales that take, took place, the median, number, the median number of homes sold. So we have a median price for homes for sale, and then we have a median um, price that actually sold. So in May of 2020, the, the, average, the median price for sale was 699. And obviously everything doesn't sell for the asking price. So at that time, the median price that sold was 550. And that's typically like Palmetto Bay. It was like, it was a, it was a community that stuff sold for between like four and 600,000 in the 600s. Usually it wasn't more than that. But now if we go to May of 2021, the median price for sale in Palmetto Bay was 965,000, a ridiculously high number. But with that said, the median number that sold was 779. So it was almost $100,000 higher for the properties that sold. And keep in mind, there was a good sample size because more properties sold than, than in the past. So there's some, a stat in real estate um, called months of inventory. So months of inventory is basically, I'll give you an example. So say you have a neighborhood or an area and you have 100 homes for sale and say um, 20 sell in a month, which would be a high number. You would have five months of inventory. So you take the total number, 100 homes for sale divided by the amount of properties that sell it per month, which would be 20, you'd have five months of inventory. So what happens is typically if you have six months of inventory, you have like a balanced market. A balanced market means where you don't have a, where you don't have an advantage to a seller or a buyer, you know, because the inventory is pretty stable. Whereas if the inventory, the the months of inventory is like zero to three months, definitely a seller's advantage because there's very little inventory. And on the same, you know, using the same like philosophy, I guess, is if you have more than six months, you have six to nine uh, plus months, it's going to be advantage to the buyer because as the number gets higher, it's more of an advantage to, to the buyer because you have too much, too many properties for sale. So in May of 2020, we were at 5.3 months of inventory. So pretty close to a balanced market. But if you go to May of um, 2021, you have less than one month of inventory, 0.8 months of inventory. And 0.8 was in April, 0.9 was in March. So if you see the amount of inventory is ridiculously low in Palmetto Bay. So as I said before, if you're a buyer and there's very, very little inventory on the market, you know, supply and demand. If there's very little supply and there's greater demand, prices are gonna go up and vice versa. So with that said, the market is extremely hot in Palmetto Bay. And so I'm gonna do one other stat. So I'm gonna pull up my MLS. So People have asked me this um, in the past, like what are the percentage of the people that pay cash compared to the ones that um, finance? So I'm gonna pull up Palmetto Bay 
And let me just pull this up. Sorry, it is taking a second. I always, I have like PTSD with um, Zoom and sharing screens. So I always get rid of all my other screens. So, um, so you can, I'll make sure I'm sharing the screen. And with that, I, since I have that, I'm gonna stop sharing and I'm gonna go back and make sure that I am sharing the right screen. It looks like I am. So I'm gonna do a search. And just like I did before, I'm gonna do only single family homes. So single family homes, um, single, single family homes. I'm gonna look for Miami-Dade County. I'm gonna go to city Palmetto Bay. Let's pull this up. And see this almost there. I could have just typed it in, but I wanted to make sure I got the right one. Palmetto Bay. So let's pull up um, properties that were sold in um, this year. And I'll do May, um, May 1st. Let's do this again. May 1st in Palmetto Bay, May 1st, 2021 to May 31st. 2021. So there were 39 homes that sold um, in Palmetto Bay. Um, according to this, the MLS data is probably, I don't know which one is, is better with um, trend graphics or the MLS data. The trend graphics pulls data from the MLS, but a lot of times brokers are, sometimes they put input the wrong data and they're changing it back and forth. So both are good sources and the margin of error is so little. So let's let's just use this to figure out like um, the properties that were sold cash. So there were 39 properties that sold in May and they were um, May of 2021, 39 were sold and the cash ones were 13. So that's pretty easy math. There were 39 and 13 were cash. So one third, let me stop sharing my screen. So one third of the properties that sold in Palmetto Bay in, um, in May this year were cash properties, cash sales, and 26 were financed. So it's a pretty high number compared to the rest of the country, you know, especially if the average, the median sold price is seven, 700 and change, and it's cash, one third are cash. So in case you're wondering why that's the case, for those of you that don't know, the people that are moving to Miami, we always get a, a big percentage of our buyers in Miami-Dade County from the rest of the country. In the past, it used to be the rest of the world, you know, outside the country that were moving to um, Miami-Dade, Miami. Um, and like probably like 10, 15 years ago, I think 35% of people that were buying in Miami-Dade County were from outside the country. They were foreign, foreign buyers. And now our buyers are much more, I guess they're, they're from the U.S., they're domestic. And the, what they're called feeder markets. Feeder markets are where people are coming, where they're moving from to the, to the U.S. And you know what, before I go, I'm going to share with you, um, share with you this, because this is pretty interesting. 
Let me go here. Let me change. Let me share my screen with you. And for those of you, again, that that um, are listening to this in audio, my, my apologies for not um, being able to see this. So Redfin um, has a great website. Redfin has this thing called a migration tool. So what I'm going to do is this. I'm going to pull up the migration tool. And let me see. Let me see if I can pull it up. Uh, let's see, it's probably easier if I do. Well, let me try this again. And if I have any issues, I will I will abort this mission. Okay, so here it is, the Redfin migration tool. So I'm going to. So you have basically what they do is they do a search of people. Their searches, since they're a real estate website, they map the people that are searching. So I'm going to check anywhere in the world from um, Redfin that's searching on Redfin and the people moving to Miami. They don't break it down to Palmetto Bay, but I'll pull up um, Miami just so you can get an idea. So the people that are moving to Miami, the biggest percentages from people searching, that's usually typically the ones that are, are buying. So let's break it, let's go back a step. So on Redfin, out of all the people that are doing home searches, 68% um, are in Miami looking for homes in Palmetto Bay. Um, so that means roughly two thirds, a little bit more than two thirds of people that are on Redfin are looking for Palmetto Bay. That's where their search is. So the other third, the other one third that's left roughly are, are broken down this way. So 26% of those people that are searching from outside of Miami are from New York that wanna to move to Miami. 10.9, um, roughly 11% are from Washington DC, 8.5% are from Chicago, 7.1% from Boston, and 6.4% from, from um, LA, and then 3.6% from the Bay Area. So the Bay Area and LA were typically not the people that would be moving to Miami. Um, but the reason why a lot of these people are moving to Miami are the taxes. Since Florida doesn't have a state tax and they don't have these, um, these other city taxes, like as far as um, when people are doing their personal income taxes, since we don't have that, um, a lot of people are saving tons of money moving to the state of Florida, that they're changing their home base. So again, New York searches are 26% of people searching from outside um, Miami, 11% um, roughly from DC, eight, eight and a half percent from Chicago, 7%, 7 from Boston, 6% from LA, the Bay Area, 3.6%. And uh, I'll just go down the list. Philadelphia, 3.2%. Seattle from 3%, 2.7% from Atlanta, Georgia, and 1.5% from Denver. Um, so that's all I got for this report. Sorry it was so long. I'll make the other one shorter from now on. But I wanted to give you a perspective on everything um, 
and share with you that migration tool, which is pretty cool. So you'll get an idea of who, if you live in Palmetto Bay or Miami, who probably your neighbors will be in the future, at least in the current situation. And again, if you ever have any questions, reach out to us. We're here to help you. And you know, if you wanna buy a property or sell a property, of course, we're here to help you. But even if you're not, if you wanna buy or sell a property anywhere else in the country or the world, we could connect you with someone else. And if you just need education, because not everyone wants to buy a property, they just wanna get information, just reach out to us and make sure to subscribe to the channel, hit the bell for notifications, and hope to see you guys in the future. Take care, guys. Love you.